0: Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're gonna to talk about what is account-based marketing and how you can leverage it. So first and foremost, account-based marketing basically helps you identify ideal prospects ahead of time. So instead of having to blast your email list all the time um, or maybe blast a list of prospects that your your SDRs found, basically you're you're becoming a lot more laser targeted. So you're basically doing all the qualification up front. Um, account-based marketing, this is... It's a new buzzword but this has been happening a lot you're basically qualifying and you're basically segmenting people so first and foremost what you can do um let's say you look at neil his site gets a lot of traffic he gets a lot of leads what do you do about all those leads because you aren't sure if they're qualified or not so one way of account-based marketing is you might have an inbound SDR look into you know who these leads are exactly figure out if they're prospects or not and find out the ideal ones. And that's one element of getting started with account based marketing. And you know, this is becoming bigger and bigger in the sales world. Um, but here's the thing, marketers have been doing this for a long time. It's just a new term like growth hacking.
1: One tool that we love leveraging is called infer. So infer is a software solution that can help determine which leads are your most valuable leads and they'll put them into buckets. Um, it could be like A, B, C, D, etc. Uh, and it's all customizable. And what they do is they look at your existing customers and they look at all the new leads that are coming in and they continually adapt based on the algorithm. They figure out the commonalities between your existing customers and your leads and then they'll classify them be like, these are the ones that you should follow up with first. These are the ones you should follow up with second, third, et cetera. And they do some really creative stuff. So for example, let's say we're selling marketing services. Someone applies as a lead. And Burr can do things like, oh, the person who applied for a lead, they're hosted on GoDaddy. People who are hosted on GoDaddy usually have budgets that aren't within your range um, or or that are too small for what you guys charge. So they may put them in the D lead. And if someone's on Rackspace, they'll be like, oh, these guys are on Rackspace. Um, They are more likely to be an A lead. And it doesn't just look at the hosting. It looks at so many variables, company, company size, revenue. Uh, the job title of the person to apply, like, et cetera. It can look at like hundreds of variables and then it can take all of them and then be like, this is a A lead, this is a B lead, this is a C lead, this is a D lead. Then from there you can spend your time and your marketing efforts responding, interacting and engaging with the ones that are ready right away. Then if you have more marketing time and resources, then you can respond to the B leads. Then you can nurture the C ones and the D ones eventually until when the C and D ones become ready and they're big enough to become customers.
0: Love it. And if you're not using Infer, I think, Well, oh, I guess a question for you, Neil, how much is, how much does Infer cost?
1: It ranges depending on your size, but one other solution that I found that works well if you're small and you don't have the budget, most people look at lead forms and they're just like, oh, we just need name and email. Ask for more details, name, email, company size, revenue, uh, budgets, etc. And a lot of times like with some of our lead forms, we're asking 15 or 16 uh, form fields. And the trick that we found is if you ask for them all on one page, you lose out on way too many leads. But if you just start off with like name and company email as the first one or name and email, and then on the second step you ask for more, and then on the third step you ask for the rest, you'll eventually end up getting almost the same amount of leads, but they'll be way more detailed, which will then help you internally to figure out which ones to follow up with first.
0: Yep. And for those of you that use Slack, um, Apple Market Fetch is a bot that you can add on. Um, and basically what I'll do is it will it will look for all the emails or the leads that you have coming in and it's, it's going to show you um, how many Twitter followers they have, how many employees they have, and also a description of the company and perhaps a description of them. So it's going to basically scrape the web. And here I can see, you know, companies like Audi and Shell Gasoline, um, you know, opting into our list, which I never would have found before. So, you know, if you're on a budget... Uh, you're not looking to spend a lot of money, this is one way to look at it. And then you can have your, your sales managers go through this every day, look at who's qualified and then reach out to these people, right? That's a you know poor man's way of doing account-based marketing. And you can also look at uh, Clearbit, too. Clearbit does cost $99 a month, but basically, you can take your entire email list, plug it in with Clearbit. Uh, I believe there's a Chrome extension. And then from there, it's going to show you all this other information around people that have opted into your list. Um, Apple Market Fetch, sometimes it doesn't find a, you know, a lot of information. Clearbit can kind of fill those gaps up. 99 bucks a month to be able to look into your list. Um, it's going to save you a lot of time. It's certainly worth that time. And I'm looking at you know a, a post right here um, about a team... At FunnelHolic, um, and what they did was after they started doing account-based marketing, um, their reply rates on sales went from two to three percent to about thirty-one percent, and they booked about fifteen new meetings after adopting that kind of approach. So think about how you can apply this to your business because two to three percent to thirty-one percent is pretty significant. And I looking at other results here in this post, and you know other people are seeing like a hundred seventeen percent increase in users that are you know uh, creating accounts through this process. Neil, anything else to add?
1: Yeah, last but not least for my end is when you do account-based marketing, you'll have a lot less leads to follow up with. That's okay. You don't need quantity to make money. What you need is qualified leads. The less you have, the better you or your sales reps are going to do because when you only have two or three or five or 10 or 20 to follow up with, you make sure you put in the time and energy to try and close every single one. When someone has way too many leads, they're scattered, they don't focus enough on any of them. And their close rates and the revenue per lead just tanks, right? So you want to have the problem of not having too many leads. Or if you have a lot of leads that are really qualified, you need more people to man them because you don't want to give any one person too many. All
0: right. That's it for today's episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of.